When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Well, here's a man with a good rugby mind, uh, Mikey. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, freezing, man. Three degrees. <laughs> it was like two, according to Met Service, with sleety rain. Oh. Here to say, I'm not gardening today. <laughs> <laughs> Nor should you. Well. You can't pull weeds oh. with thermal gloves on. No, you cannot. Um, geez, when I heard about Geordie QI roll, I was like, oh, another one off overseas. And exactly like you say, it takes them a long time to come back. So they, yeah, they're away for a year. It takes them another year to get in the swing of things. Uh, his brother Bowden took him a little while to get back to where he was. Um, Jesus, taken um, Brodie Retallick quite some time to get mm. back to where he was. I think from memory, Sam Whitelock was the only one I can remember who, when he came back and played uh, to Crusaders and that, he was pretty much okay. Um, does anyone ever remember Luke McAllister? Yeah. Remember he went away with all the props and everything? He couldn't even, he couldn't even get into the blue side or play very well for the blue side anyway. Um, it's a huge risk. And, and I think, I guess I've got one question. Was the Silver Lake deal not supposed to help with something like this? Or am I completely off? Yes, partly. Oh, I, th- yeah. I think it was there was a prop up for the marquee players. There's uh, some uh, funding right down to grassroots, uh, lower than NPC. You know, also Heartland and Club Rugby. I don't know how that's manifested yet. I don't know if they've dished much of it out. I think wasn't it each of the NPCs were going to get one point two, and I think that's gone out. But um, that doesn't keep players. But that. that that silver like money won't last long, you know. It's a bit like winning lotto and people people saying if I won a million dollars, I'd stop work. And I go, mate, <laughs> you don't stop work because that'll go. You get a you get a car, a boat, and and a flash suit, and you've done half of it, you know. Yeah, and I don't know if there's another way around it, like through private business and sponsorship to sort of per player or something like that, and go down a bit more of that sort of road where maybe that's a bit more American. I'm not entirely too sure. But the thing is, the risky take is that if, if your eye is on the prize, which is the All Blacks, I, I get it, I get going away for the money. I've got no problem with that. But you can't expect to go back into the All Black side on reputation alone. Mm. Um, the problem is if you pick players who, say, play in UK and France, well, their season is unbelievable compared to ours in terms of the amount of games they play. So you've, you've got a knackered horse coming back. Or alternatively, if you go to Japan, you're very much underdone. And as we've seen, you know, it takes a year to get back into the swing of things. So I think you've got to, if you, if you do it, you've got to accept the risk that you may not get back into the all-black side. Because there used to be a day that if you were out of the all-black side, you had to beat the, incump- the person who is currently there. You had to be better than that person. And that person had to get injured or something. Mm. Um, 
we don't kind of do that anymore. So, although Damien Damien McKenzie's not run straight back into the All Black side, and uh, I don't know that he'll go on the Northern Tour. He might, but it's taken him a long time after his sabbatical. Absolutely. I mean, as I said, it's very few and far, and as you, you you would know, very few and far between come back very good. That takes them a while, and I, I see it as a risk, and I, I don't know the alternative, but yeah, I, but I still think picking players from ICs would be, personally, I think would be a mistake, mm. but that's just my view. But anyway. might be unavoidable in the future as well. Good man, Mikey. Yep. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Just, just on the Damien McKenzie thing, if you think, and I haven't talked to him about this, but he left the sabbatical, came back with the intention or the desire to make the World Cup squad again. Now, he's not in the All Blacks team at the moment. He might be on their radar. Let's say he doesn't make the Northern Hemisphere Tour and doesn't make the World Cup. I'd be pretty sure he'd just go for good. He'd go to Japan for good or France or somewhere like that Um, because you have to do that before the World Cup because when the World Cup finishes, all these players become available because uh, they haven't got another four-year cycle in them. So the plan is you leave before the World Cup, if you read your tea leaves that way. Um, your thoughts, uh, the sabbatical situation, Zade. G'day, bud. Hi, um, you guys are Andy Burgers, Andy's Burgers on Friday. Oh, yes, we are. Yeah, I think I'm going to pop down. Yeah, come on down. Good burgers at Andy yeah, Burgers. Yeah. And uh, Skies, anyone can come down and say g'day if they like. I think 12 to 7, SENZ will be there on the eve of the Women's World yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. I'll pop down about three-ish, so yeah, I'll pop down. Nice. Um, on the on sabbaticals, um, I want to put this in terms, so it's like going to play football in somewhere like America, you know? You're going to play in a B-Tech league, you're going to play MLS. You're playing, you know, you're playing rugby in New Zealand, which is pretty much the highest professional level, and then you go and play in Japan. We're not being mean. Um, Stephen Bonner was saying it yesterday. Um, it's, they're still work, you know? They're not fully professional rugby players. So you get those Broden Barrett's, you know, look at TJ Perinato, he's coming back from Japan, he's not the same player anymore. Um, you're Brady Retellitz, you know, because you're going to play a lesser level of rugby and you can relax a bit more, you know, and, um, you know, eat and chill and you don't have to focus on rugby as much and then you come back to New Zealand and it's a lot more daunting again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it clearly takes the steam out of them, doesn't it? And then they come back and they... Um... They just take a while to get back up to speed in New Zealand. And, and I think a few players are quite surprised. Yeah, because it's not the same speed as our rugby, so it's a bit it's a bit more of a B-tech, you know? It's a bit more of a lower-level rugby. It's like going to play MPC, and then you, you're an MPC player, you'll never play a two for rugby, you know? Mm. So you've, you've, you've got to step up where Japan, you're going from playing from the All Blacks, and then, and, and then you're going to step down and play just for a team in Japan, which they might all be a fully professional rugby team, you know? Yeah, might be semi-professional, so it's a different um, level of rugby. So it takes them a, lo- a lot of time to come back. And I think TJ Perinara's career has suffered a lot from it. It seems since he's been to Japan. Yeah, it's a tricky one, eh? Yeah, like there's money and then there's rugby ability, and um, the players ultimately make the choice um, because if New Zealand rugby don't release them, they might just say, "I'll go anyway." Yeah, mm, it's a tough one. Good man, Zade. Good to hear from you. And we'll see you you at Andy's. Yeah, sweet. All good. Good on you, mate. Uh, Let's go to Simon in Hamilton. Always a considered opinion. G'day, Simon. G'day, Staffy. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I've I've got just something in the back of my mind that um, 
Moonga signed to go to Japan. Yep. But I'm not sure if it's after the World Cup or it's next year. I'm pretty sure it's next season. Actually, you might be. Uh, maybe it's straight on. He, he may go. Does he go on the end of year tour or does he go to Japan? And then Mackenzie go. I, I just wonder. You need to find out because if he's. Because I'm sure it was uh, Bowden went first, then Damien, and now it's Mawonga. And I'm pretty sure, and don't hold me to it, but I'd just about lay 100% on it that he goes to Japan shortly or after the All Blacks tour and then comes home. I don't know when he comes home, but I don't know if he's playing for the Crusaders next year. You need to ask a few questions and find out for us because that's pretty big concern, isn't it? I've just read here. I've just found it for you. Moonga last week. Now, this is a story from May. So mid-May, he announced that he signed a one-year contract extension with New Zealand Rugby that will keep him on Kiwi Shores until the end of 2023. He's not contracted beyond then, but he has made it clear he harbours a desire to take his talents abroad for as long as two years following on from the World Cup. He's around. I just ha- I just had the sneaking thing, and I'm thinking, well, how does that work? You know, it doesn't really. But if he signs till after next year, that's, that's not a concern. But, uh, yeah, till after the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, the sabbatical things. I, I just I just think well, these guys have got to make their money when they can make their money, and if the, the rugby union are letting these guys sign these contracts and clauses in their contract. You can't blame the player. You've got to have a look at the guys that are um, negotiating their contracts. Mm. Yeah, and they couldn't negotiate a good enough contract to Nani Laumapi to keep him here, and so he left. And that and, and that's market forces, you know. And I don't blame Nani. And I, re, you know, New Zealand rugby. I thought they didn't value him high enough, but they can choose the value. And I can I can say it wasn't enough, but it's not my decision. So they said this much. He said I want that much. I'm off then. So he went. Yeah, or when he left, I guess they didn't know that um, Goodhue, Anton Leonard-Brown, and at the end, um, um, Quinta Pyre were all going to be gone. Uh, they wouldn't have, If they hadn't known that, they probably would have offered him a bit more. But if you're the player agent and you're going to uh, New Zealand Rugby Union and saying, look, Toulon's offered him $1.2 million. You're offering 400 What can you do? Uh, New Zealand Rugby might have just said nothing. So you go. Yeah, 100%. You don't, you don't blame the players. No. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I have to say about it. But, um, yeah, these guys are fairly young to be going off and doing this station and doing it. None of the previous old school blacks did it. They, they, they played their rugby for the all blacks and then they went offshore. Not, not halfway through their careers. Yeah, I think, the, like, the, older, the players and the nearly all blacks, I mean, Lachlan Bashir is one of the ones that I think we are, you know, we really miss it super and I think he was a potential All Black as well but he's long term gone he's just gone and I wouldn't be surprised if in two more years we see him turning out for Japan, that wouldn't surprise me at all and that becomes a lucrative situation, Nani Laumapi was I think a month 
his eligibility was only a month away and he could have played for Tonga at the World Cup next year. So that becomes part of their thinking process. Okay, three years and I can become Bundy Aki. I can become James Lowe, Jamison Gibson Park. And so all of a sudden they're looking at going away at 24 rather than playing their whole career in New Zealand and going away at 32. Because leave at 24, you can be playing World Cups and international rugby. What are, you, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on Caleb Trask leaving at, at 22? I sort of get that they explained that quite well because you know he he's basically a 10 that can play 15, but when you look at the tens at the Chiefs, um, just riddled with, and it looks like Damon McKenzie's going to be playing 10 and they've got Bryn Gatland who I'd argue is one of the form first fives in NPC as well. There's another one there as well who I I can't recall and then there's him he's probably fourth cab and the Chiefs have said mate perfectly honest you're not going to get a lot of game time in 10 with the Chiefs go away get some game time come back and then probably two of these guys in two years time will be gone you know so yeah. it's a, it's a great outcome for him and I, and I think it's quite good from the Chiefs point of view keep him locked in he's still contracted but they won't pay him because Japan's paying I, d- I don't mind that that way of looking at it yeah, I just think for me he should be going to the Highlanders and 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 and, and playing in the toughest competition against the toughest players. Mm. Yeah, well, the yeah, thing is the Highlanders will probably give him, I don't know, 125 and Japan he'll get 400, you know. <laughs> oh, probably more than that, Stan, yeah, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Oh, Interesting times. Always good chatting, Simon. Uh, we'll take a break. 0800 What's your thoughts on the sabbatical? There's a whole lot of different ways it can be shaped and and moulded. Um, and I think the Caleb Trask one that's come out this morning, I'm actually okay about it myself. And maybe that's something they'll look to do is fill their coffers young, get some rugby experience in a different environment, take a leadership role, come back, still be somewhat of an apprentice, and maybe in three years' time, we'll see you better, Caleb Trask. Don't know. 0800 150 811. Keen to hear your thoughts. Um, got a few text messages on this. Uh, I need to click a different button. Here we go. At least that way, one, our players will still be playing. Well, this must be a follow-up text. Let's just check this phone number. Uh, here we go. Rather than picking players from Europe or Japan and having to deal with the clubs not releasing them, the first step needs to be allowing players to sign and play for Australian Super Rugby teams and still be selected for the All Blacks from there. At least that way, our players will still be playing against the same opposition that they would be if they were playing for New Zealand-based teams, and it would give our players access to Australian third-party sponsorship while still playing Super Rugby. Nice. And it would allow for more New Zealand Super Rugby players across the entire competition, and it would open up spots in our New Zealand teams for more New Zealand-based players that would benefit from stepping up to Super Rugby level. I think there's a huge opportunity to be discussed to get closer with Australia, and I agree. I think New Zealand is playing for Australian Super Rugby teams and retaining their eligibility to play for the All Blacks. I mean, remember Tamati Allison went to the Rebels um, in a very leadership-type role? Um, I'd love to see a sprinkling of New Zealand players in the Australian Super Rugby teams. It would lift their level a little bit. Some Aussies might want to come over and play in Australia. And then the other flow-on effect is we bring them into the NPC as well. Bring them into the NPC. 
there's some teams struggling for numbers and particularly front rowers as well. When you think that every team needs about, I think they need two for about six props and probably three hookers. So that's nine times 14. That's how many front rowers you need. That's crazy. And bring some Australians into our teams. Maybe pop a couple of uh, New South Wales and a Queensland team, uh, domestic team, into our NPC. There's a real discussion can be had there. I really do think so. Um, here's a man that's uh, used to sabbaticals uh, because Tolaga Bay, Auckland, uh, Oakuni, he's been all around the world of New Zealand. Ed, kia ora. Nami, Yeah, nami well, to you. I didn't even know what sabbatical was, but um, <laughs> anyway, um, back in '96 when we were playing the Fox, and um, we took it out for Otara over here in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Well, the next year, um, all the boys, uh, most of the top boys, um, or Tussa's, Tussa's missus passed away, and so all the boys wouldn't play topside. They all went to play senior B's. Is that like sabbatical? Um, no, like a sabbatical is in, in like the a memorial. No, it's like having a break. So, like, if I had if I had a sabbatical from my job, I'd just go and drive around in a ute around South America and go surfing uh, for six months, and then I come back and I come back to work. That's a sabbatical. So it's you like leave your job as an All Black as a Blues player, and you either go on a big long holiday and you go on safaris in South Africa, or you go and play in Japan, or you go and play a little thing in Romania or something, like that, and then you come back and your job's still here. That's a sabbatical. Oh, well, yeah, well, these boys, they all left the top side. So, um, but then they went down to senior A's and they just picked everybody's button and thrashed them by 40 points the whole, the whole competition. That, that sounds like it's a, uh, that sounds like it's a burglary, not a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, Sister's mission passed away and then he wouldn't play top side. Then all the boys jumped in. Mm. Oh, case, but that left a few of us to play the top side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. East Coast, East Coast, going all right, mate. Yeah, well, there again. We'll switch the topic to um, man. I've been watching more of Bush and East Coast on replay. Oh, have you? Yeah, my Lord, the Garvey Black and Sammy Park scored three times. They're on fire, the boys. Looking forward to them. Oh, wins, man! Oh, wins, too much. So who have you got this week? East Coast this week. Uh... Oh no, they've got um. They got oh no, they they haven't got a game. Oh, the... East Coast. I'm trying to. Fo- oh, here they are. South Canterbury. Oh boy, South yeah, Canterbury at home. So. That's a tough one. Yeah, they... they've got to go to South Canterbury for their don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they're off. They're the top team. So, but, you know, good luck, boys. It's, uh, it is what it is. Yep. But, you know, we, we rolled Horofino and they were top. That's right. You're on fire. Yeah, you never know, but I'm not too sure about these ones. Yeah, we'll see, Ed. We've got to scoot away to news, Ed. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, my bird. Chip. Ed, Tolaga Bait, new sport weather with Johnny Mac is back. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Straight back to the phones, we talk to Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. Look, the sabbaticals, mate, um, not for me. I mean, you're trying to keep players in New Zealand. 
Richie McCaw, Dan Carter, Brodie Retallick, and Damien McKenzie. All that sabbaticals never come back exactly the same player as they were when they left. Um, you know, they're nearly there. They, you know, they've got the talent, obviously. But I'm sorry, they go to Japan. The, the rugby's easier, and they come back and they struggle. Mm. And it's 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 been proven. You you just look through it, and and I just think just take a holiday. You know, okay, instead of having a sabbatical, the rugby union, okay, pay them whatever it is to, to have a holiday. I mean, they go over there and they they don't come back the same players. I'm sorry, it's just and and they probably tell you that actually. To be honest, if you ask them, they'd probably say, yeah, we 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 have struggled. Don't get me wrong, Damien McKenzie's playing good football, but he's not, I don't think he's as good as what he was two years ago. Neither Brodie Retallick. Brodie Retallick's got a lot old, a little bit older, and it, it's, it's harder, you know? It's harder to get up for these test matches than, and, and whatever. Yeah, you have a break from you have a break from that intensity of competition, the intensity and in, uh, of training, and demands of all of that, and then you have nine months away from it, and you come back to it. It must be hard to adjust. Yeah, TJ Perinara is another one. He's playing good now, but he took a long time to get back up to speed. Yeah, exactly. And is he still the same? Don't forget, they all get older too. And That's the other the thing. Same? Yeah, yeah, it's still the same as, as 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 what they were when before they had a sabbatical. No, I tell you now. Geordie um, Barrett, if he has a sabbatical, he will go away. And mark my words, he will come back. He won't be as good as what he is now, mm. without a doubt. And I'm not, I'm not, there's nothing, don't get me wrong, I'm not being, being mean to them. I mean, they, they all want a break and everything, but they go over there for the money. And, that, and that's fine. I can understand that. But at the end of the day, they never come back. I guarantee you, as I said to your staff, you ask Richie McCaw and Dan Carter, was it harder when they came back? And they will, they will all say to you, yep. Yeah, it was a lot tougher, mm. without a doubt. Yeah. Good man, Joey. Good chatting, as always. Cheers, mate. It's Joey out of Auckland. Great stuff. Uh, we have to take a break now because we've got a booking uh, to talk to. We think it'll be Amelia and Ignacio after the break, but someone from the Silver Ferns will be joining us in four minutes. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.